You know, it can be hard to see the challenges that people we work with every day are going through. Invisible struggles like stress and burnout, caregiving for a loved one, or being misunderstood. But insight, awareness, and empathy will help us better see the issues they're dealing with. And that can make us and our companies healthier, too. I'm Holly Robinson-Pete. Join us on The Visibility Gap, a new podcast presented by Cigna Healthcare. Download it wherever you get your podcasts. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. It offers flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business. You can also earn up to $395 in annual statement credits on eligible purchases at select business merchants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. You know success when you see it. Or you think you do. The people in the spotlight. But what about those small business masterminds who succeed at making their money work harder? They do that by having a business bank account with QuickBooks Money, which now earns 5% annual percentage yield. Making your money work as hard as you do? That's how you business differently. Learn more about QuickBooks Money at quickbooks.com slash 5APY. Banking services provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Only funds and envelopes earn APY. APY can change at any time. You're listening to Bloomberg Business of Sports from Bloomberg Radio. Welcome to the Bloomberg Business of Sports podcast. We're here every Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday. And we have our usual Wednesday fantasy sports show, which, of course, I adore. And we have the experts upon experts, Damian Sassauer and Rich Truman, who are just doggone good. And I tell you what, let's give it up for Rich Truman. Yes, I know. We try to, to keep it low about talking about our league. But right now, I, you're in first place, aren't you? I believe that's true, Michael. Thank you for bringing that up. Uh, first <laughs> place in record, first place in total points. But as Damien says, the goal is just to get into the playoffs. But this will be my transition into uh, one of my big takeaways from last week. And one of the people who led me to a victory was Lamar Jackson. And this might not be your grandmother's Baltimore Ravens anymore. Their defense didn't look dominant like it used to be. And their rushing tack was pretty much non-existent. And I know they were playing from behind, but uh, Lamar Jackson had 442 yards passing. And their rushing attack, besides Lamar Jackson, is I know they've been getting 100-yard games, but Lamar Jackson has been the leading rusher for that team in four out of five games this season. So Dobbins hurt in the preseason. Gus Edwards hurt in the preseason. Murray's not really doing anything. Lamar Jackson is the bell cow, and he has been phenomenal fantasy-wise. Well, are, are we really going to just sit here and talk about Lamar Jackson all day? I mean, the one thing I'm that done. stands out for me about the Ravens <laughs> is that Hollywood can actually create a bit of separation this year, and he's actually catching the ball. So that always helps. But yeah, no, I mean, they had a great week last week. I mean, let's talk about Justin Herbert and the Chargers. My mm. God, man. Mike Williams, huh? Yes. I mean, he's yes. had 30-plus point games in two of the last three weeks. He is an absolute beast, and he's not even the number one receiver on that team. So go figure. Which, and, and they, I'm sorry, Michael, and they play each other this week. You betcha. You got it. Which brings me to running backs, and I got to tell you, well, I'm, I'm not so sure this is really a sleeper here. I know we're supposed to save it for the end. But this is, is impresses me. Darrell Williams, Kansas City, because you lost Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Uh, he's going to be out for some time. 
And so now Darrell Williams, he's going to be the top guy, Richard. Yeah, he is. And he was uh, effective in the playoffs last year also. But I still think that when they score touchdowns, they're going through the air. Yeah, I mean, he's certainly the biggest waiver wire pickup this week. You've got Devontae Booker out there as well from the Giants, now with Saquon out. But, yeah, I mean, look, it's very difficult, you know, the the, the way that Reed runs that offense to get behind any running back. You know, I haven't really uh, – I, I mean, everyone thought uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire was going to be the second coming of uh, of Westbrook, and we, we have yet to see that. So, so look, I think, I think that's still a passing offense. I mean, I'm waiting for Josh Gordon to uh, – to uh, spread his wings a little bit there, um, although I may be waiting uh, for Godot. <laughs> I believe I can fly. Yeah, that's going to take a while. Uh, uh, before we move on, I want to talk about Kansas City right quick. If you're looking at Kansas City for any of the daily fantasy uh, teams, because this week they are playing the Washington football yes. team. But more importantly, what's wrong with Kansas City? They're 2-3 and three now. I did not expect them to be there, guys. If well, you if you would have told me that the Giants at this point in the season would only be one game behind the Chiefs record-wise, I would have signed up for it in two <laughs> seconds. <laughs> well, look, I think Washington should be playing behind all game there, you know? So if you are looking from a fantasy perspective, I mean, Terry, uh, Terry McLaurin probably stands out as, as a great play this week. And, 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 uh, and McKisson of Washington also, if they're playing from behind, should get a lot of catches out of the backfield. And if you're betting, there's a six-and-a-half spread in favor of Kansas City. Let's move on now. Let's talk about some others. I'm going to talk about uh, looking at some quarterbacks. I, 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 <laughs> I know I'm about to dust off old Ben Roethlisberger, <laughs> but you know what? That's not a bad pick this week. Michael Barr loves the old savvy veterans, you yeah. know. And I, I, the reason I, I look, I love Ben. You know, I've got him on my team. The problem with Ben is he's he's selfish. I mean, from a fantasy perspective, <laughs> and sometimes that doesn't work out so well when you need the points. But look, I mean, you know, for me, I I like Taylor Tyler, Taylor Heineke. You know, I mean, I think. You know, look, I think, again, they're going to be playing from behind all game uh, against Kansas City. Um, and so, you know, I like him at QB, and he's looked pretty good. I mean, another one might be Carson Wentz against uh, the lowly Texans. So uh, so those would probably be two QB streamers. I, I like uh, Jalen Hurts this week. Not that he's a, a sleeper by pick by any means because he's having a great year fantasy-wise. But they're playing Tampa Bay, and you cannot run on Tampa Bay out of the backfield. Yeah. Um, so he's going to be throwing a lot. Ertz should be the main target this week because I don't believe Goddard's going to play, so he might be a sneaky pickup, but uh, I like Jalen Hurts this week in fantasy. Now, here's the problem. Geno Smith, because Russell Wilson's going to be out for several weeks, but the problem with this, with Russell Wilson, it's easy if they put him on the IR because then you can put him in that IR slot and then you can go get whoever you want. (laughs) But he's not in the IR position, which means you might have to give somebody up now if you're going for Geno Smith. Well, I mean, I hate the IR spot and and CBS and Yahoo. I mean, you name it, any fantasy site. It just can't keep up with the NFL. But you know what is interesting? You mentioned a great point about Seattle and the fact that Wilson's out. That means it's the old Marshawn Lynch ground and pound days, my friend. So Chris Carson, if he does play, I like him there. And if he doesn't, I like Alex Collins. In fact, Chad Minnick, my head of fantasy football quant analysis at the University of Wisconsin, has singled Alex Collins as worth the start this week if if he's playing. Wideouts, old gentleman of Bloomberg, Richard. Anybody pop out there? Damian mentioned Washington, Kansas City, high scoring. I also agree with him. I do like McLaurin. Um, I do like Mike Evans also. He's, he's two touchdowns last week. Tampa Bay is through the air constantly playing the Eagles. I think it's going to be a high scoring game, so I do like Mike Evans also. 
And with Kenny Galladay out this week for the Giants, what do you think? Are we looking at uh, Kadarius Tony? I listen. Don't toot my horn again, Michael. Do not. But I play Kadarius Tony in both my fantasy leagues last week. I believe he has played in five percent of fantasy leagues in uh, the ones I look at. So uh, he's a little banged up, but he's definitely an offensive weapon. Um, he's definitely someone to look at. Except the Rams are a lot tougher in the. Uh, defense in my opinion than Dallas although Dallas has improved so I wouldn't expect nearly the same production he had last week yeah the receivers I want to own this week are the receivers in Cincinnati they're playing Detroit and quite frankly I mean Jamar Chase looks lights out but he's not my sleeper call my sleeper call if it is a sleeper is T Higgins you know he that was his first game back last week after a two-game hiatus um you know he was five for seven for just 32 yards but I expect him to do a hell of a lot better this week that's a shootout, by the way, the Cincinnati-Detroit game. And, yes, 0-5 the Lions, but you know what? The Lions are playing at home, and Jared Goff, I like Jared Goff at, at quarterback. and I, I can see that be a slinging, wild-dinging game. <laughs> they easily could have two wins, the Lions. Easily. Yeah. Yeah, well, I, I don't even want to talk about plunk over the crossbar moment. Yeah, over, I- re, over, by the way, the Baltimore Ravens, who they play tough, but – don't get in. I'm not going to get into that. Yeah, I think outside of Cincinnati, Detroit, and you rightly point out Chargers, Ravens, I think the other two high scores are probably going to be Buffalo, Tennessee. Yeah. And then I also think Cleveland, Arizona. I think uh, all four of those games are going to generate a lot of fantasy points in the week ahead. Give it up for Buffalo. They're playing like champs. Uh, they're 4-1, and one, um, just in the same uh, league with the Rams, also 4-1. and one. Tampa Bay, 4-1. and one. Baltimore four and one, the only undefeated Arizona right now at five and zero. Oh. Yeah, the only problem with Buffalo is you probably pick Stephon Diggs in the first or second round in your draft, and he has not performed like a first or second round pick. And that's just because Allen is that good. He's finding the he's seeing the field, and he's finding other players. And they have one of the easiest schedules going down the stretch, so that will mean less targets for Diggs also going uh, down the stretch. See a tight end that you like, gentlemen. Yeah, I do. Uh, for me, Mo Ali Cox, a tight end Indianapolis versus Houston, could be a sleeper play. But, I mean, you can't ignore what Dawson Knox did on Buffalo last week. I mean, he was a beast. And uh, and you probably could expect more of the same going forward as if if uh, Rich is right and that Buffalo has that kind of sleepwalk schedule. I like, um, I mentioned it before, but one of my sleeper picks this week is Zach Ertz. Mm-hmm. Philadelphia is going to, uh, if Damian's right, is going to be playing from behind. They really don't run the ball effectively except for Jalen Hurts. He likes uh, his tight end targets, and Dallas Goddard looks like he's out this week, so my sleeper pick will be Zach Ertz of the Eagles. What about for a wild play, uh, David Njoko with Cleveland? Mm. I like him. Mm. He could, I mean, here's, here's the thing about it with, when they're playing with Cleveland. Uh, they're playing Arizona, and Cleveland's going to air it out. And if it's anything, you're going to see some dink and dunk plays. And if that's going to happen, it's going to happen with David Njoku. Yeah. No, I don't disagree. And I I mean, look, you can't can't take anything away. That running game in Cleveland is amazing. So it's going to be very very hard for them to, you know, put Baker back in the pocket and have him pass it all when you've got Chubb and Hunt back there. Anybody in Survivor? Anybody still surviving? Yeah, no, right. that way. Uh, well, actually, I, I'm still in my Survivor League. And I had New England last week. And whoa. I was shaking for a while there, but thank goodness New England pulled it out in the end. I mean, they're the obvious, of course, if you have uh, Buffalo, you're still in play, you're going to take that. But anybody that says, if you don't take this team, that you're crazy. 
I think the Packers at Bears look interesting, right? Packers yeah. at Bears giving up four and a half points. I mean, I, I think the Packers should pull that one out. I just don't see the Bears. Uh, just, they're just not able to generate enough offense to make it uh, to make it a game there. Anybody you see there, Rich? Well, I think uh, one of the biggest point spreads of the week would be the Rams over the Giants. Although I'm very leery of taking road teams on my, in my survivor pool. So that, that might be one if people are, haven't used the Rams yet. Let's talk about defenses. If you are one of those streamers for defenses, anybody look good for you, Richard? Well, keep in mind there are a couple teams off. Uh, so, you know, the pickings uh, are a little slim. Uh, I would think I might like the Rams. Uh, Giants look like they might have a backup quarterback for this week. Um, I, I will take the Rams as a, a defense if you're looking for one. Well, the Rams are definitely not available in most leagues, but I'll tell you who may be the Dallas Cowboys. In fact, I have a defense on by this week, and I had to pick them up. And, you know, I think they've had two turnovers in, like, nine straight games going back to last year. I don't know what the statistic is, but, you know, they're definitely putting some points up. So, uh, so I vote the Cowboys. You talk about teams off Atlanta, New Orleans, the New York Jets, insert joke here, and San Francisco. Those are the four teams on the bye coming up for week six. This has been the Bloomberg Business of Sports podcast, our special fantasy sports edition. You can catch all the podcasts right here on Bloomberg Mondays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. Damian Sassauer, Richard Truman, you guys are the greatest. Uh, I'm Michael Barr. You can find me on Twitter at Big Bar Sports. This is the Bloomberg Business of Sports podcast. You can catch that wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. You know, it can be hard to see the challenges that people we work with every day are going through. Invisible struggles like stress and burnout, caregiving for a loved one, or being misunderstood. But insight, awareness, and empathy will help us better see the issues they're dealing with. And that can make us and our companies healthier, too. I'm Holly Robinson-Pete. Join us on The Visibility Gap, a new podcast presented by Cigna Healthcare. Download it wherever you get your podcasts. From Silicon Valley to Wall Street, the promise and perils of artificial intelligence are playing out on the world stage. But what will the next phase of AI adoption look like? Which companies from big tech to startups will dominate? And where do the risks and unintended consequences lie? I'm Emily Chang. Join me at Bloomberg Tech in San Francisco, May 9th, to answer many of the industry's burning questions. Alongside SNAP's Evan Spiegel, Xbox president Sarah Bond, OpenAI's Brad Lightcap, top researcher Dr. Fei-Fei Li of Stanford, and many more. More details and just a few tickets left at Bloomberg.com slash TechSF.